again by the uh, fire. Uh, yeah, dude. Fireside chat. We're here by the fire to tap into the fire of the Holy Spirit. Yep. Andrew, how are you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I Okay, moving on. I'm yeah. good. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't feel very filled with the spirit right now. Um, but well, in some ways I don't, in other ways I do. I'm in a I'm in a pretty raw place right now, post breakup. That sort of raw liminal space, and in some ways, like that space can be really good and important and like illuminating. Um, so I'm trying to accept some of that along with some of the bad, which is just you know, sad moments and sad days and whatever so uh yeah but i feel like i'm you know i'm doing all right all things considered and i can tell you one thing though i'm not, not giving up fucking a damn thing for lent are you that's all right you not right now to. you're not catholic uh, yeah true you weren't baptized not anything um, um but how are you daniel uh, i'm doing i'm doing pretty all right you know you know we're and Lent, Lent has a lot to do with uh, internal uh, reflection, so we'll we'll definitely like dive into those things. I'm sure, I'm sure the uh, the old breakup, you know, causes a lot of that. Having to look oh, sure. look, look inward and all that jazz, whether it was a, a good breakup, a bad one, whatever uh-huh. it may be. Um, but I'm doing all right, man. I get to play hockey tomorrow night for oh, the first goodness. time in I don't know ten months. Yeah. So I'm pretty, I, I feel like I'm going to come into communion with God tomorrow night. There you go. I step out on that ice. By beating the Russians. <laughs> <laughs> there will be no Russians to beat, but uh, I'm just There's always to, Russians to, out on the ice. They're, they might to, be in disguise, but yeah, they're there. So we get to play some hockey. Um, also, Lent, you know, is it's, it's highly encouraged that you spend a lot of time in prayer. Um, and I was talking to somebody else about this the other day just uh i was like what is important for you to like stay on top of your mental health and whatnot and they're like oh prayer is super important you know just leaning into a lot of prayer but it's that's so funny like i'm just like i don't even yeah i don't know me. what that means anymore so i was going to just like even ask you like if you find yourself in prayer like what does that look like for you like what mm. does that mean to you um God, that's a great question. I guess prayer to me would now be more like, um, trying to, yeah, trying to like stay as present as possible. And then in that holy present space that you can sometimes get yourself into, like maybe pull some, pull some hope into that, pull some like positive vibes towards, uh, you know, so that you're sending it out in a in a meaningful way. That's really all I got, though. I mean, I don't really think of prayer anymore as like a like how I did when I was a kid, where it's you know, dear God, please, I pray for my parents and my brother and my dog and whatever. Like, thank you for my new Xbox. Like, right. I don't. It's not really what it is. Um, so yeah, I don't know. That term is tricky for me, and like when people throw it around, I don't really know how to engage with that you know yeah because it is like a pretty personal thing 
Um, and I'm certainly not. I'm not certain. I'm certainly not spending too much time talking aloud to a god, you know, at night, getting getting down on my knees before I get into bed. Like I feel like prayer at this point is more just like being deep in thought about something and just like really intentionally like looking at something and that could yeah be myself or i don't know i feel like if i'm thinking deeply about something someone i care love about and just having this internal thoughts about them you know i i gotta imagine that that's like prayer on some level sure count it or like it feels like that's what that means like yeah, just me, I, I feel like that like, present intentionality and like whether you're ruminating on something, hoping for something, um, reckoning with something, if you're doing it from a really present space, which is I feel like where you're most connected to the divine or whatever, yeah. then it's prayer. I heard this priest, I was listening to this priest talk about it on the way here and he was saying that the definition of it is like giving the full attention of your heart and your mind to God. Mm. Mm-hmm. Which isn't that different from me saying be fully present right. as you do these things. Like, right. Yeah. It's, uh, interesting. But yeah, I feel like with Lent, um, like which sort of feels like kind of the spring holiday like as opposed to like the the christmas time stuff right um whereas christmas is like okay things are getting dark so let's just like all eat and drink and be with each other and be merry and pull out all the lights so that we can like get through the dark part of the year it feels like lent is about like okay time to like take a personal inventory reconnect with god so that when things as things start to brighten up every day you're getting closer and closer to mm. your relationship with God. Yeah. So that when things are like at it at their peak, you're also at your peak with your, you know, spiritual practice or whatever. I don't know. It's sure. interesting to me that it's there's such a focus on like the abstaining from things or abstaining from one thing of your choice as well as like, yeah, the all of these other like maybe doing daily devotionals. Like I didn't really grow up. Lent wasn't really a focus for me in the church that I grew up in, though. Right. It's more of like a Catholic thing. It's it's similar to, like, what we talked about with your buddy Stephen when he came on and talked about, you know, like, Yom Kippur and the High Holy Days just being this time for, like, atonement and really taking personal inventory. And I guess by, like, removing things... You know, that's supposed to just, like, help you tap into the things that, like, matter more, obviously. Yeah, if I think about, like, a good Catholic who drinks a Catholic amount of alcohol, um, like, for them, maybe Lent, removing the alcohol, like, removing a vice, something that you use to avoid feeling your feelings, you know, like, it's, that's that sort of opportunity, yeah i guess how i would think of it yeah for sure i mean whatever you're like removing something to yeah become closer to god or like make that relationship more clear to you yeah and not so muddied um 
Yeah, and but, closer to yourself, like gain a better understanding of yourself. Because a lot of times we just sort of robotically move through the world and we like, you know, we sort of just like push down how we really feel about things with food or alcohol yeah. or drugs or TV or whatever it is. And so by saying like, hey, I'm going <clears> to <throat> I'm going to limit all those things and try to focus on some like, you know strip it all away so that I'm forced to uh like actually take a look at myself because I won't have anything to to block it. Yeah. This is so easy to like form habits too. Then you don't even realize that they're happening. That's like, all I am. I'm just a bundle of I'm a bundle of habits and ego defense mechanisms. <laughs> For real, man. It's crazy though cuz you know, I like probably went 4 years or close to eh, without having any coffee. And I was like, coffee's no longer a good thing for me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then about a year ago, I started experimenting with coffee again. Mm-hmm. I'm a fucking full blown coffee addict now, dude. I'm fucking really? just like, You're yeah, just like drinking coffee. Like I have a couple coffee, couple cups of coffee at, at work and every once in a while i'll fucking have one more when i get home too to like keep on keep on grinding on whatever's happening after work you yeah. know it's just like it's you don't even notice it's happening and now it's like every morning when i wake up the first thing i want to do is i want to go make coffee or mm -hmm. let's go grab i've become that person again where it's like what's the most important thing uh when you wake up it's like coffee let's, let's go ahead and get me some coffee how about that yeah, yeah. need it to start <laughs> yeah and it's fine like i can i don't know every every once in a while i try to keep it in check and do like i'll be like oh i should have some tea again because that was always yeah. my thing was having the tea and it's like maybe dial it back that way or i don't know and the coffee's just like it's just like jet fuel compared to tea yeah and it's also it's a pretty great meal um suppressant suppressant for yeah. sure so sometimes that's really nice where I, i'm just like oh i could have a couple cups of coffee and not eat anything for the first time probably until like two or three mm -hmm. even and be just be pretty fine sort of a cracked out yeah just like <laughs> like just kind of tweaking on coffee yeah, yeah. making bun cakes maybe yeah. a little blasted maybe allegedly that but, making bunt cakes reference, I just realized most listeners will be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, it's about? a day job. It's a day grind, you know? Nothing yeah. bunt cakes. Dan manages them, a bakery. You probably had them. And they're fine. They're they're great cakes. I like, actually almost texted you today to be like, will you please bring me a mini red uh, I wish velvet? I would have known because I would have. I know you, you would have. But then I'll, I was always like, bring the cake. But then I was like, I, I sort of want it, but like, I bet I won't eat it today. And then like, I maybe won't eat it. I was like, so I was like, never mind. But um, every once in a while, Dan will bring like an assortment of mini bunt cakes to my house. And that's always, that's always a good time. Pretty great being the, the person who has access to the, to the cake like that. Mm -hmm. This is like, people are really fucking stoked when you show up places with cake. Yeah. Like if I'm going to say the weed store. I will always bring cake with me. And those people love it. Right. And they love me for it. Stoned as hell. And they're yeah. like, oh my God, I would love a mini bunt cake right now. Cream cheese frosting? Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Employee discount for you, sir. Yeah, like, totally. All right. Um, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Anyway, it's just easy to form habits. And uh, 
So it's always it's always good to have these these times to, you know, look inward. Yeah, they're like you know they it's the it's supposed to be your time for like forty days in the desert. It's forty three days actually, like Lent is, mm. and you you start well, with uh, all the different denominations sort of count it differently. Yeah, I mean, so I grew up Catholic, so this was like a it wasn't a uncommon thing for me. You know, when I would see people's you know have ashes on their foreheads it it wasn't surprising to me because i was one of those people that had to go to like school the next day with the ashes on my forehead still and it was kind of like kind of a weird thing you know because it wasn't there wasn't a ton of us but there would there definitely was some other kids in my class that you know i grew up with that we all went to the same catholic church or Mm -hmm. different catholic churches and it's were kind you, of just this weird fucking ritual, though, that, you know, and, and it's kind of like far out. Were you the one like who sent out. me the meme of of how, because of COVID, like, instead of priests, like, someone said, like, oh, my grandma went to church for Ash Wednesday, and instead of a priest putting ash, like, like the cross, like they normally would, because of COVID protocol, they just had, like, this, like, spritzer bottle filled with some kind of, like, ash. <laughs> that just, like, sprayed her in the fucking face with it, and I thought that was so funny. That's amazing, dude. Yeah. So I grew up, you know. Yeah, I never with, did with ash in my life and doing like trying well, to do something like goofy to give up. Like, oh, I'm not gonna have any soda this this lamp. But the, even that was, I don't know. I never got like. I don't feel like my mom was ever like super militant or like trying to like encourage it super heavy to have to right. even do anything like that. So I, you know, he knew what it was, Just but say- didn't re- I didn't really understand any of the like the symbolism behind it or anything like that or what was, like was what there the 40 any, like, days represented was there any other like liturgy uh on an ash wednesday service besides like now is the time that we are starting lent and it's time to decide what you're going to give up and like i don't know do you remember any of that from growing up not really it wasn't like weird <laughs> nothing nothing impactful the cool thing about the ashes, though, is that because you're leading up to like Palm Sunday, mm-hmm. which is the Sunday prior to Easter, to that starts Holy Week, and Palm Sunday, you know. Well, simple- so Ash Wednesday <clears throat> does not start Lent. That's like later. No, Ash Wednesday like kicks Lent it off. Kicks it off. Okay. But like Palm Sunday is towards the end of it. Got it. And Palm Sunday represents, you know, Jesus's arrival in Jerusalem, and everybody greeting him there. And everybody being super fucking stoked uh-huh. that he's there and all these people show up and, you know, are, you know, maybe like throwing their robes in the street to him. Um, but a lot of people showed up with, uh, with palm leaves and they laid those in the street just to like represent some sort of like peace offering to him and let them know that, you know, they were happy he was there. But the ashes from Ash Wednesday are actually, um, the ashes from the palms from the from the previous year so every every palm sunday they come through with these you know the procession people walking through with palms and they're you know fucking waving them and everything it's some illuminati shit and they're all in the crazy outfits and shit Uh which is like the coolest part probably of catholicism is just like the religious fucking garbage ceremonies yeah it's kind of dope like stuff i didn't probably care about as a kid but now i'm like this is kind of fucking sick actually and um so yeah after it it, those 
it's like in the Bible that those things shouldn't be, those palm trees, those leaves should not be thrown away. So okay. instead they burn them and, and then the that ashes. will be the ashes for the following year for, the, for cool. Ash Wednesday, which is, yeah, it's pretty dope. The symbolism behind that is definitely, yeah. And then there's, potent. yeah, I mean, there's all the symbolism. There's, there's a lot of references for, for ashes in the Bible as far as like what ashes that. Ashes to ashes and dust to dust. Is that a Bible thing? Or is that like <laughs> that, Hemingway? <laughs> I don't it's, know. It's pretty close to like this one from Genesis, which is you are dust and dust you shall return. Okay. Which symbolizes the mortality. Yeah. And then you got this one from, from the book of Job, which we did last week. Uh-huh. And and that's, uh, therefore I despise myself and I repent in dust and ashes. Yeah. And then you got from the book of Daniel, I, I, Daniel, turn my face to the Lord, seeking him by prayer and supplications with fasting, sackcloth, and ashes. So huh. just to like experience the suffering with, with Jesus, knowing what he's going to go through. But yeah, know? and also sort of the suffering of existence and the fact that like we all are going to return to the earth. Nobody right. gets to escape becoming dust one day. Right. It's what's going to happen. And so, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of layers there. For sure. And then you have every every Friday is like you're supposed to be in observance. Um, every Friday in Lent, you're supposed to be like in, in observance of Christ's suffering and try to like be in solidarity with that in some way. So that's where you get like the goofy thing of we don't eat meat on Fridays during Lent, but you can eat fish because it's not of the land. So you don't eat anything that's on the land. Or of the land, even For if it's a bird. For 40 days, every Friday, no meat. Yep, and that's why you get, like, right now you're going to see, see a lot of fucking, like, buy one, get one free at McDonald's for those fish fillet sandwiches, which are outstanding. I fuck with them heavy. I go for it. It's funny. Um, I never, fish. I've never had one, but my mom loved them growing up. Yeah. Um, new fish sandwich at Popeye's, by the way. The new Cajun oh, yeah? flounder is I bet pretty it's great. pretty good. I like Popeye's uh, popcorn shrimp. It's it's, it's very, very great. But, they have a great uh, like cocktail sauce there at Popeyes. <laughs> Anyways, a lot of dope fish fries though. On like, I feel like that's party time in the Catholic Church, dude. Oh, like, they do the like Lent. crab boils and yeah, because yeah, and and just like big yeah, big fish fries going on, especially you know California around this time when it's still like right now it's like seventy five degrees at night and it's super nice. Yeah. You know, so this is like prime time in California. If you're if you're going to a Catholic church there, you're probably having some pretty dope gatherings on the at the churches on Friday nights. Yeah. You know, big outdoor hangs and whatnot, and people getting together. But uh, the forty days is referenced. You know, Jesus is forty days in the desert, which is it's, like those are the days that he spent in the desert. It's not in the book of Matthew, which we read, but it's in the uh, it's in Mark and Luke. Right, he has forty days in the desert before he starts his ministry. Yeah, I think we even went went through it in Matthew. Oh, it was maybe. the forty days. For okay, sure. yeah, maybe yeah. we did. When but he yeah, fucking that's battles it, right? the he, snake and everything. Yeah, but, and gets tempted by Satan and all yeah, that. and like that desert, like you know, as we've we've spoken about. You will love to say episodes. that. You always gotta have your forty days in the desert. <laughs> like, and I like to also, say, gotta have your dark night of the soul. Like. Yeah, but also, we've we've talked about our our Joshua Tree desert, you know, mushroom trip, and like just how how different it is doing like a high dose of psychedelics in the desert opposed to the forest, right? Totally. And so, like, that desert is like. You're supposed to like tap into that emptiness, you know, and especially when you're like 
removing things from your life. It's like, let's dig into that hole now that yeah. you're covering up with this, whatever it is. This is that coffee, that fucking weed, the, the booze, like whatever. Like, yeah, like or even like beautiful things. Like you could say in a way that like the Pacific Northwest is just you know yeah it's lush and full of all these things but underneath that it's still fucking ashes and dust and right. it's you know it's uh disguised with all of this beauty but the heart of it is still sort of this emptiness for sure and there's like a holiness to the emptiness and yeah. i think we like to uh, our western society in particular is sort of like very quick to be like no 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 like fill the hole right. no emptiness yeah um, as opposed to like embracing what's holy about it for sure. And just like leaning into it and going, going deep in it to like really understand the true desires of like your heart essentially, you know? Yeah. So that you really know what that is and you're not just creating additional noise for yourself. That's making it like more difficult for you to even understand what you need. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's like remove something to gain something. Yeah. It's fucking go go deep on that, but then also, like, don't buy into like the bullshit kind of petty practices of Lent. Of like, I'm gonna give up. Like, don't give up chocolate if you're if on Easter Sunday you're just gonna start eating like your three candy bars again. Like every day, or uh, yeah, and also don't give up chocolate if you don't really eat chocolate that much. That's yeah, like don't do too. easy things, but do do things that are like simple in like in a sense of like it's clear for you to know like what you're doing. Like, right? Give up, like it. I don't know. Like, don't don't make it incredibly vague for yourself you know yeah and don't make it so difficult that like it's unlikely that you'll be able to do it yeah probably don't pick three things just like pick one yeah and then figure out like maybe not how to just like go right back to that thing that you're pulling back from like maybe you implement it differently sure when you get past that point you know if you're like even if it's like something simple, like I'm going to give up the fucking internet. Yeah. And it's like, nah, you can even like, or, you know, like go even deeper on it. It's like, oh, I'm going to, for one hour every day, I'm going to put my phone like in a place where I can't be around it. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, that's like a pretty clear. Yeah. And obtainable. Like, what I think is interesting about Lent is that uh, it's sort of a part of the. Um, fuck what's the word I'm looking for that means not religious I feel like it starts with the S secular secular yeah. yes it's part of like the secular world as well like I have plenty of friends who are not Christian not Catholic who are sort of like oh yeah but like you know they just like the idea of it and they still will be like oh yeah I'm gonna give yeah. up I'm gonna I'm going to do the thing for 40 days. I'm going to give up whatever just for because sure. they're like how they're, it could it not benefit me in some way mm-hmm. to give something up for a little bit that I really like. Yeah. And I think that's interesting that just general human nature outside of religion seems to recognize that there's some kind of value in, in the removal 
of something from your life yeah as opposed to always you know adding things it's like we are why we see so many people doing things like a 30-day diet craze you know like the whole 30 right or just like any of those types right. of cleanses because it becomes like pretty clear to use it to see that over time it's like oh when i do remove these things i feel a lot better or mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. so yeah it is interesting that like a lot of people kind of just like to to celebrate it just to like pull back from something it's it's the fucking discipline thing it goes back to that yeah and then it goes it goes into the the how i brush my teeth thing right because it's like even if you're setting up something that's like really small for yourself like i'm gonna make my because you can add things in some way yeah, be like, to, i'm gonna make my bed i'm gonna every make day. my bed every day and it's just like if you can accomplish this one discipline this small thing like everything in your life is probably going to like follow yeah, suit this in some way or it's going to make it easier to do that so yeah, wally talked about that and he is a very disciplined person um and even in college when he you know like was doing other stuff like he always still had this this like sort of discipline that like i could respect where he he would say no to things a lot um but yeah he talked about how that has this sort of like synergistic like cascading effect that the more disciplined you get in one area of life then like it just bleeds over into the other areas of your life and like it all just builds on top of each other and like good habits continue to build other good habits it makes it all you know going to the gym regularly makes it easier to be like oh i'm not gonna get the fucking mcdonald's for dinner um and i think that's so true and but there's a there is like sort of a mysterious spiritual element at play there that I can't quite put my finger on in terms of like that synergy of like you're talking about. Yeah. Like the, the making your bed every day and then like how that might be like, Oh, and I'm also going to make sure that I like keep my, the rest of my house a little bit cleaner and like, I'm going to clean my toilet once a week now. And like, now I'm going to like, and you just start building all these like little habits that like, it clears things up. It makes things less overwhelming. It's like those are like the few things too that in life that you actually do have some control over. Like there's so much that you can't control that you have to surrender to, but I can control like how clean my shit is. Right. Right, 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 right. So if I can do that, that's like definitely, I don't know, for some, for myself, I guess it's like a good building block. But yeah, it's just interesting how much of it all like comes back to this uh this focus on on discipline in so many ways mm-hmm. and how beneficial like there's no way discipline can't be good right for your life yeah i mean i do think you can overdo it yeah obviously of course but for someone like me who's like not particularly disciplined um yeah it's ne- it's gonna have a net positive no matter pretty much no matter how i apply it yeah, it's uh, forgot what that dude was saying. I yeah, I, wa- I watched a lot of different people's like interpretations of of Lent today, and it was it was interesting just to see like what they thought was important. But I think a lot of it <clears throat> really is just like acknowledging to like what you need versus like what you think you need 
Yeah. You know, and it's like, I mm-hmm. don't need to eat until I'm full every time I sit down to eat. Right. Actually. Yeah, it's sort of just, uh, you know, I feel like in religious speak, it would be like, it's time to like reconnect with God or get right with God or whatever. But it's also more just like, just align yourself with like a healthy, normal reality. So, yeah, like accept things as they are, the things that you can't change. And then the things that are within your control, like do something about it. Yeah. You know, like that's getting right with God is, is... Uh, coming to terms with reality as it is and looking at it and being like, where can I affect change and where can't I? Right. And trying to figure out how to make time for it, I guess, too. It's like, even if you can figure out maybe how to carve out 15 minutes a day where you, you sit in silence with yourself and really try to, you know, experience that Mm -hmm. and what, you know what is important and like that internal reflection with no noise around you is uh also i guess what this time of year for like catholics is about to it's just like reestablishing that relationship and mm-hmm. yeah yeah which goes back to sort of my first point of feeling like this is all still sort of rooted in kind of pagan traditions around this like the different solstices yeah and you have coming out of winter of being like let's just hold ourselves and take care of each other now it's like let's align with ourselves and like <clears throat> focus on like strictly more like self-improvement so that when the summer solstice comes and i'm just spitballing here but like when the summer solstice comes then it's like you are at your peak because you mm. put in all the work over the spring as things were as the days were getting longer so you were stretching yourself spring and forward. becoming better and springing forward and then the summer hits and now you can really enjoy the beauty and the bounty of summer because you're not in a dark place because you put in the work and like and then you sort of like wind down in the fall and then the winter comes and it's like yeah just fucking self care take care of each other and take care of yourself and then you do it again you just sort of have this like birth and rebirth every year and with the spring with the flowers like i feel like lent is in in an interesting way is sort of like yeah let's uh we we have to strip away some things and discipline ourselves a little bit so that the flowers of our like hearts and souls can blossom for sure you know so that we can be a beautiful garden in the summer wow (laughs) wow Hey, beautiful someone's been goddamn. smoking a joint. <laughs> you're, you're a beautiful goddamn garden, Daryl. <laughs> That's what you are. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, yeah. It's uh, a lot of, yeah, the stuff like going back to the ashes too. People were just like, this is... Uh, this is some old, a lot, all that's like rooted in Old Testament stuff too. So mm-hmm. like a lot of it's, you know, that that Judaism kind of overflowing in some way, yeah, into like some of these, these traditions and whatnot. And uh, there's this, there's this great line from the like one of the t- tunes off the new Young Jesus record, mm-hmm. where I I don't know the exact line but uh 
just killer part of this record where he he starts to speak about how he's like finally learning how to like understand like what he needs as a person like as a person Mm -hmm. and then also like how to communicate that to the the people around him that love him right i know exactly what i know what you're talking about that it's a moment of that song that really resonated with me where it's like yeah the ultimate strength and growth is knowing when you like have to like knowing your weaknesses and and when you need help addressing them and just how like beneficial that is to like your relationships when you know what you need and like when you like learn how to like ask for it correctly too yeah and how key that is i feel like that's uh that's like part of my lent process right now Hmm. yeah like that's what i'm trying to like dig deeper into and how to like get better at and i think that's like i don't know it's already proven to be beneficial and like lift weights off of things Mm -hmm. that i don't know it feels freer that way i think when you can figure that stuff out even though it's never going to be fully figured out couldn't possibly this ever-changing process yeah but i think it's also dope though when you um you know when you when you figure out those needs and you're able to communicate them when you find the people that are like willing to like meet you at those things and try to figure out how to evolve with you and and go with that like that shit is dope Mm -hmm. that's that's like i feel like how you create like these substantial sustainable over 30 years of like a relationship, like whether it's a friendship Mm -hmm. or like a romantic thing or whatever, or even like a working relationship. Yeah. It's just that deep thing of like, we're never going to (sighs) arrive. We're always just going to be a work in progress. We're always just going to be where we're at evolving, maybe devolving. And sometimes like, we can't help it. We're always changing. Yeah. And like, that's the whole thing. That's the only thing that you have to figure out is the fact that like any, all of it is not, uh, stationary for it's sure. All, it's all changing all the time. And just be like, like the river. Yeah. Be like the river, but like also realize that like everybody doesn't always know what you're like going through and experiencing and what you actually like need too. So, yeah. Like so you sometimes have you gotta to fucking speak up and like, just like we were talking about earlier before we even got on the mics is like, but be direct like with what you need. Right. Don't just throw out some like weird message that I'm like supposed to decode. Right. Like, I need, sometimes you need to like tell somebody like exactly verbatim, like what you need. It like doesn't need to be some fucking mystical puzzle to solve and like right. for them to figure out. Cause like sometimes someone isn't going to, and sometimes it's like you might get to some point where it's like too late to figure that shit out. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I yeah. think the directness and the honesty and the leaning into your like convictions about like, I know what I need and I know how I need, I know how my community can help me. I know how yeah. I can help my community and being firm in that. Like that's all strong spiritual stuff where it's just like a lot of what 
I, the practices of Lent, I see it's like cultivating uh, an air of spirituality that would allow you to be able to do all of those things because those are hard things to do. Yeah. Hard things to do, but another one of those stupid fucking things in life that's very difficult to do, but once you go after it and start like making that the normal for things, it like feels amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Feels fucking great. Yeah. Totally. Um so shout out to everybody in my life that's personally had to deal with the way I've evolved over time. Because people, some people aren't like changing, you know, everybody's getting in line at their own pace and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So you got to be understanding too of For everybody's sure. shit, like that it's not all the same and we don't all need the same things, but. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's important too to just remember like something that's been very humbling for me recently uh, as I've been going through sort of a hard time and having some like pretty dark days here and there. And in amidst that darkness, you sort of, not only do you feel like you'll never see the light again, but you like forget that the light even exists, you know? And, and then, you know, maybe fast forward a couple of days, like something happens, you have a good conversation with a friend, you, reconnect with your creative side like something happens that it lights a spark in you and you see the light again and you're like okay i'm not fully lost i'm gonna be okay like i'm exiting the sadness temporarily it'll probably come back but i'm not stuck in it but what's so humbling about that is uh realizing that it's like yeah how many other people do i interact with on a very on a deeply interpersonal level as well as like just a casual level who may be bumping up against that same thing and how dark that can be um and just it just speaks to the important importance of like remembering that like we're all in this together and we need to look out for each other and like at the end of the day like you know it's really important to be kind to people because when when I know for me, like when I'm in a really dark space, I mean, fuck, the other day I was in sort of a dark space and I went to the hardware store to buy, uh, you know, I needed like a, a specific a specific tool to fix this workout equipment that I have. I needed something that could give me some more torque. So I went to go get this like specialty tool. Um, and yeah, I was sort of like... I, it's hard to explain, but there's like, there was two lines that couldn't really see each other. I was waiting in one line, this dude at the register, there's only one register open. The dude at the register is like trying to return something. It's taking forever. So I'm sort of just like hanging out, looking at stuff, whatever. And no one else was in the store, but then someone else gets in the other line next, like on the other aisle and like, didn't realize that I was waiting and was the front of the line. And like, none of this really matters, but inside for me for whatever reason like i was just fucking stewing just like i don't know i just like everything was annoying to me in that moment instead of just being like oh i'll just whatever i'll make that the new line and i'll just like fucking go over there i was like no i was fucking here i've been waiting for five (laughs) minutes and then when like the checkout happened the lady was like you know real she looked at me and was real quick to be like i'm the real line and i was like i mean you're not 
But I was like, whatever. <laughs> I mean, and no words were exchanged. I think just looks and body yeah. language. But so she steps up and then I'm sort of like, okay, I guess I'll be next. But right as I do that, I see another dude who had been waiting behind her now steps up who I couldn't see before because he's blocked oh, by an aisle. Yeah. And now he lo- steps up in a line and he looks over at me and be- basically gives me this look of like, you're in the wrong line. And in that moment, like, I just wanted to fucking lose it. I just wanted to have this like moment, this indignant moment of like, God damn it, I've been waiting for 10 fucking minutes and like clearly there are markings for that there are two lines here and I'm one of them. The cashier's not fucking paying attention. Like, what the fuck? And instead I just was like, all right, whatever, I'll just go get, I don't know why I'm so upset, I'll just go get in the other line. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was sort of a weird, I don't know, just was an interesting, I don't even know what my takeaway from it was. Um, but I guess the fact that like, I've done enough, I guess like, I've done some spiritual work to the point that even though I was in a dark place and I sort of wanted to kind of like, lash out and be a dick i just didn't because it's like that's not what will that accomplish Mm. um but when you see people having those moments like having the grace for them to be like but what are moments where you felt like you wanted to lash out and you just didn't for whatever reason but you felt it like this person is clearly not in like they're not having a rosy day right if they're yelling at the cashier for sure It's just like that idea of like treat everybody as if maybe they're like hanging on by their last thread, you know? Yeah, exactly. Treat strangers with kindness because you never know like what the fuck they're going through. That's right. Like they could be going through the deepest and darkest tragedy of their life. Hard thing to do though. It's really hard with the fucking people that obviously like frustrate the hell out of you. Yep. And the people that you're just like, you're the worst. Yeah. The Karens and, and the what have yous. But yeah, it's just like, but why are you like this? What is happening? <laughs> What's happening? And uh, I don't know. It's yeah, it's, it's definitely hard to like get on some level or something of thinking though to first think about like, Hey, what is this really going to do for my psyche by also getting super upset about this? Right. And really, it's just going to be a lot of energy wasted on some bullshit. But, but I still wasted a bunch of energy internally. Right. Because I was, I just, you know, just even in those 20 seconds of arguing with the reality of the situation, I expended a bunch of emotional energy just internally being like, God fucking damn it, why yeah. isn't this fucking thing like and just being a fucking grump and it's silent and no one can right. see it. But like that still affects me. And it's like so part of the work is being getting to a place where you can be like in that situation where things do not fall your way. It's sort of unfair, but it just is the reality of the situation and it's like, what are you gonna do with it? Yeah. Are you going to bitch and moan about it or are you going to do something about it? Something in between? Like, I don't know. And I feel like there is this sort of like serene place that you can find yourself in where you really do just kind of accept reality as it unfolds. Um, And those little things like they're just not triggers for you. Um, and even this, the the dark sadness isn't a trigger for you or isn't a, a context that's going to make everything annoying to you because 
like what I'm working with right now is dealing with like, how do I just like, when I'm feeling sad, like, and especially when there's a reason for it, it's like, how do I just like give myself the grace and like, just accept that like, yeah, I'm sad and I'm processing things right now. And I'm like, I have an internal reckoning that I'm going through and like, you know, like, it's okay. It's okay to just be where exactly where I'm at. I don't need to be like all of this, like mental business of like, oh, but I should be, or I wish I wasn't. It's like, okay, well you are. So by accepting it and allowing it and like confronting it, I feel like it actually like dissipates quicker. Uh, and like you integrate it in a more healthy way, as opposed to trying to just be like, I'm sad and I need to fix it. So I should work out or I should, uh, have a drink or I should, you know, call my friend or what, like, you know, sometimes those things are solutions, but like a lot of times it's like, no, the first step is just accepting what, what is and having your grace, some grace for yourself in that. Yeah. That's all you got to work with, I guess. Just accepting what it is. What it is, what it is, what it do all day. But that's Lent, man. You know, it's it's a, it's a time for reconciliation. It's time for repentance. It's uh, it's it's self care Sunday every day. You know, yeah. like time for letting go a little like, bit. Yeah, and also just trying to like, um, you know, try to understand and sit with other people's sufferings too, like whether it's people you know or people you don't know. Yeah. It's a good time to fucking donate some money, I guess, to some less fortunate people if you're in position to do shit like that, I guess, Mm -hmm. you know? Even if it's just, like, little things. Um, Yeah, it's just a fucking time to check in and uh, figure out how you can live like closer to your your best self you know like get away from the fucking like god shit just like this is all just shit that like outside of that vocabulary is all just supposed to like be the shit to for like to optimize your your best living situation your best human experience it's not like doesn't necessarily have to be in all of the spiritual like context Mm -hmm. totally yeah bring the bring the humanity back to the spirituality (laughs) and that's what we're always saying on bible funds make spirituality human again no that's not i don't know what that means i don't know what that means either but then that's sort of why the human experience the spiritual experience Make the spiritual experience the human experience. <laughs> <laughs> fucking that's the Lent, one. dude. Fucking Lent. We'll make it a shirt. That just says fucking Lent. I want to get one that's just like, I want to get the lay the fuck off hat or something. Lay, lay the fuck off each other? Yeah. Yeah. That's um, good. I didn't check the emails. Maybe we got one again. We'll do a quick browse. Get a mug. You want to get a mug? Still really encourage people to check out the Frank Schaefer episode, too, if you haven't. Yeah, that was a great chat. That was a really good one. The live stream was fun. thought that was dope. 
if we wouldn't have gotten it together today, I would have just like done this, done that again. Yeah, it's great. We get two. We have a little fucking live experience. Yeah, and we have an episode. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's hard because I don't have the Bible buds on the old uh, on the old app. Right, you so know, you're trying to re-log in right now like a maniac. But uh, let's see here. It doesn't look like it. Well, that's all right. But hey, you, listener, send us an email. What are your thoughts on Lent? Yeah. Why, what are you giving up for Lent? How wrong do you think I am about all of this? Anything. Yeah. Anything at all. Any thoughts. Any thoughts are welcome, you know, or about it. And uh, yeah, send an email. It's Bible Buds pdx at gmail.com we got the instagram at bible buds all the links are there we got the mugs there and uh all that stuff is there so check it out mm-hmm. and uh smoke pray love repent do all the things do all the things that fires up the holy spirit in you yeah give it up so you can bless up y'all <laughs> give it up so you can bless that's up. that's what land is all about <laughs> bless up